0: Welcome to Prescott Valley Public Library's new podcast series, Checking Out the Neighborhood. Ever wonder about who is in your neighborhood or community? Do you miss the old front porch conversations? Join hosts Deborah Finkston and Michelle Yorting as they discover the story of who is here. Join them monthly with new neighbors for each episode. Let's get started checking out the neighborhood. Episode 10. Meet a yoga instructor, Lori Wallace. Welcome, Prescott Valley Public Library, Checking Out the Neighborhood listeners. Um, here is our podcast. This Checking Out the Neighborhood podcast is to provide all of our people in Prescott Valley an insider's view of local businesses and pretty freaking awesome cool people we have right next door. Uh, This is episode 10. Meet Lori, a yoga instructor. We're totally excited about meeting her. My name is Deborah Fingston. I am library assistant here at Prescott Valley Public Library, and I'm not sitting here alone. Not only is our guest here, which you'll meet in a minute, but I never sit at this mic alone. I am here with
1: I am Michelle Yorting. I am the Adult Services Librarian here at Prescott Valley Public Library. And so we want, we are just
0: so excited. Michelle and I meet so many great people here in the library that way back when we started talking about the podcast, we thought it would be really fun for you guys to meet them. And so we encourage you to listen to the other episodes. We have some great ones, a roller derby queen, a tattooist, um, an astronomer, which was really fascinating. Um, We have a ton of people and we are going to have a great conversation today. So our special guest is Lori and I'll let you move on
1: Michelle. All right well welcome Lori. I am so excited to have you here with us today. Um, You and I have known each other for a little while and so it's so great to just chat with you and um, introduce you to the Prescott Valley community which I know you already know a lot of people but so Can I have us start out by you telling us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Lori
2: Wallach. I'm years old. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I teach yoga and have been teaching yoga for almost 20 years. Started my training in 2003 as just something to do while the kids were at school. And um, it kind of grew from just kind of a hobby into it's part of my life now. Do your kids do yoga they did when they were little but my children are like 23 and 25 now and don't live with me so well, they're doing yoga they're doing it on their own
0: my um my oldest turned 40 this year so um i'm glad he's not living at home <laughs> there you i go. love him to pieces if he's listening tj i love you to pieces but thank god you're a functioning adult
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you've already kind of talked about how old you were when you first started yoga so Were you doing yoga prior to to 2003? Had you had an interest in that or? Yeah, I actually was doing yoga on my own. My children were really
2: little, so I didn't go out and join any yoga classes. I actually kind of taught myself with DVDs um, at home while the kids were sleeping. But prior to that, I was uh, an aerobics instructor. Okay. And I mean like really early on in when nobody knew what an aerobics instructor was, I had some friends that bought a gym and said, Hey, you were a cheerleader, come do aerobics. And so I made it until I got it. So it was
0: just You were um, Jane Fonda before Jane Fonda. No, you know, I'm not <laughs> me and Jane. Like there you go. There
1: you <laughs> so would you say that yoga is for any age?
2: Absolutely. The problem is we all have in our mind that as we get older, or we used to, as we get older, we're supposed to go out on the rocking chair and just barely be able to walk around and have a cane. That's such a hooey. That's hooey. We just need to remember to move. And what I do in my classes are not hard movements, but there's something you're not going to do on your own. So... I guess,
0: explain, I mean, we all have this idea of what yoga is. What is yoga? That's a great question. Like, What's the difference if I do a stretch
2: class versus a yoga class where I stretch? And the difference is your mindset where when you're in a stretch class, you can be thinking, oh, you know, I'm gonna have a pizza for dinner and I'm gonna go call my friend Georgia or whatever. You're not really thinking about what you're doing. Where yoga, we, can, we connect the mind, the brain, the body, the breath, all in one experience, which just tends to really have a nice relaxing effect on the body.
1: Oh, that's really cool. And, and I, I'm just going to throw this question out there, but are there different styles of yoga, like different like, um, like schools of yoga? Yes.
2: Yes. There's a lot. Okay. Generally, most of the types of yoga comes under the the name of Hatha. Hatha means sun, ha is sun, and tha is moon. I don't think I have it mixed up. Hatha, sun and moon. Yoga is all about balance. So you're balancing your sun and your moon energies. Most yoga is under that heading, but there are some different like hot yoga is typically what I call gym yoga. It's not so mindful. So they're using the, the moves of yoga, but they're not really doing
0: the mindfulness. I have a goofy story about hot yoga. Um, years ago, years ago, when the Grand Mountain Hot Shots were here in town, um, there was a hot yoga downtown and uh, my son was on the crew and oh. he came home and he said, mom, I've tried hot yoga. I said, that's, Awesome. And she goes, Yeah, they didn't even mind that we came in. And I thought, What? Not yeah, I'm not going to mind a bunch of good looking guys coming in and sweating. Okay, right. first of all. Right. And then he said, Yeah, it was like childbirth. And I thought, Again, what part of that did you have? You know, I mean, I thought that was those comments. So whenever I hear hot yoga, that little story pops into my head. And go, <laughs> it's a whole nother thing, hot yoga. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Is yoga. Um, I know that you do several different classes, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit, but is it for all ages too? It is, even people
2: who are unable to stand can still benefit from yoga movements in a chair. So there's always some place, some way you can bring yoga into your life. There's even yoga nidra, which is a meditation practice, which is yoga, but you're relaxing your body and getting rid of stress.
1: For everyone Right, right. Uh, so we we always hear that yoga is so good for you, um, and and what do you what benefits do you want to share about yoga?
0: Well,
2: the common ones that you think of physically are: is it increases your flexibility, it increases your strength, and as we age, this one's really important: it increases your balancing. So you think as I get older, my balance is just going to get yucky. Nope, no, 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 no. You can work on balance. Got to practice. You got to take classes. You got to practice on your own, whatever it is. So I think flexibility, strength, and balance are the ones that really people jump out at people, but the hidden is Whenever you do yoga, you have to come inward and listen to what's going on inside of your body. And we don't do that typically in our day. How does your body feel? Just taking a moment and saying, you know what? My shoulder hurts. Maybe I should just be a little careful with my shoulder today. But no, we're too busy doing stuff to notice. I had a a girl in one of my chair yogas and she said, you know what? I hurt myself yesterday. And I said, well, where do you feel it? I don't know. I don't know. So we started class and she interrupted class and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel it now. I find it's in both of my shoulders. So She had no clue where it was before class. So
0: that is a gift. Well, let's take a break. I think that's a perfect spot to take a break. Let's take a break and let's talk about your classes and what you do in those. So um, everybody uh, go take a moment, take a deep breath, get some water, tea, whatever, and come back in a moment, listen to um, what we have to do between the breaks and we will um, be back in a second.
1: Join us for tie-dye fun at the library at Prescott Valley Public Library the Theater on the Green on Friday, July 30th, 2021 from 12 to 2 p.m. Celebrate the end of summer reading with a tie-dye celebration. You bring the tie or shirt or bandana or socks or and we bring the die. This is a registration event only so please register at our library's website pvlib.net. Attend classes and programs.
0: Welcome back to um, our talk on yoga, the Checking Out the Neighborhood, meeting our local yoga instructor. Um, And thank you for listening. Again, listen to other uh, podcasts, other episodes, please. You're welcome to come back into the library, but we
1: love you here listening to Checking Out the Neighborhood. Michelle, what's more? What's going on, Laurie? I wanted to uh, touch on something that you had mentioned earlier about how, when you started with yoga, you um, watched some DVDs or and maybe even read books. and And I just wanted to know, like, the differences for someone if they're just starting out and you know if they watched a DVD or read a book versus an in person or a virtual class with an instructor. What what benefits would they get with with an instructor versus just watching a DVD? They get the
2: feedback of the instructor being able to actually see their posture and correct them if they're not sitting right or standing right or doing the postures correctly. Um, For me, I find zoom is kind of in the middle of that. So I can see the people and I make sure that I can see at least their shoulders and their hips, so that I can tell what their alignment what they're doing in their body. So I think that if you're first starting out if you've never done yoga before you're better off finding a class at least in in person if you can or on zoom
0: well i know i always um i thought oh i'm gonna do yoga i'm gonna do yoga and then i would google it and i was just overwhelmed by all of this stuff and you never know who's good who's not so it's really nice to know someone local and to go to like the library which is a trusted place yep you know um we made sure that we just didn't go out and find the first person that raised their hand. You've been with the library for a while doing classes even before the COVID, so. I'm, I think it's
1: very important to
0: make sure people are safe.
1: Yes, yep. So what types of training or certification does a yoga teacher need? You know, the sad thing
2: is some people can get their training online. And wow. you wouldn't wow. really know But if you see that they're Yoga Alliance certified, that Yoga Alliance is the governing board of yoga. And in order for you to be certified by them, you have to have done a yoga certified by them training. So there are two types. When I first started, I did a 300 hour teaching, which took a while. And um, then they have you go out and teach for a while. I taught for a couple of years and I went back and I got my 500 hour yoga teacher training certificate. And then beyond that, you can find people who have their experienced yoga training and people who are newer. So like you can tell by their credentials by that those little letters on the back of their name.
1: Now, could they look on the Yoga Alliance website mm-hmm. say, to find if the instructor it has yeah. completed their certification?
2: Yes. Not everybody joins that have done the certification. Not everybody joins because some people think it doesn't do anything for them, but it does. It gives you credibility. It gives you a governing chip behind you. If you have any questions
0: about issues, they're there to support you. Well, I think it's good to have an organization that you can go look at, um, you know, just to make sure that 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 they have. I would prefer to have somebody that has 500 hours or. You know, as opposed to somebody I'm not sure, you know, kind of back to the matchbook cover. Yeah. Well, I took a class online, no problem.
1: (laughs) Right. And as you said, alignment and and posture are so important. So if someone hasn't gone through the training, like maybe they don't quite understand that component of yoga and, um, you know, maybe can't help with that.
2: Yeah, you have to take so many classes. You have to teach so many classes in order to get your certification as well. You have to go out there and teach them. There's a you know a lot of classes I had to teach before I could say I'm a yoga teacher.
1: Right, and then is there um a, any special training for um older adult yoga? Yes and no. That's not really governed,
2: but. I, Myself, I did, I took training through um, Yoga Rewind. They actually did um, some studies with ASU and they tested out their program with individuals of a certain age group and found out what yoga moves worked well in which yoga moves you should be careful with. And the top two to let you know you have to be careful with if you have osteopenia or osteoporosis, you really should be careful when you're twisting or when you're forward bending because you have little bones and you don't want to be forcing your body. But having said that, and I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV, (laughs) you'll eventually, if you say, okay, I'm never going to twist or forward bend, you're going to be reaching for the something. You know, you're going to do it. So just a little bit of forward bending. Don't take and bring your nose to your knees. You don't have to, but a little bit of movement in your body. I'm so sorry.
0: That's okay. Somebody is at her door. As you guys know, we, um, you know, this is just a conversation. So we're on the front porch and her dog went after the post. I'm only teasing. Um, so that was there. He's always in my classes.
1: Up. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Um, How has the pandemic changed the way that you teach yoga classes? Well, greatly.
2: I was driving from one community center here in Prescott to the next, to the next, to your libraries, Um, but then everything shut down. So I am a person who hates to have my picture taken. I don't like videos. I don't want to be in front of the group, believe it or not, but Zoom and being online has been a gift. I've been able to reach a lot more people this way and together we've gotten through the pandemic and this worrisome time supporting each other. Yoga is wonderful for all the intrinsic things it does, but as a community,
0: it's priceless.
1: I mean, that is such a gift, I think, to give to our communities here, that connection that many people were lacking during the last year and a half. and to know that, you know, um, once a week, four times a week or whatever, you can connect with somebody um, and, and feel that connection and community.
0: And your, you have classes and they can get to the classes via our website mm-hmm. by just going to attend classes and programs and you'll see some of their classes. And then hopefully in September, you will be offering a class here in the library
1: in some, in
0: some fashion yep. yes. once a month yep yeah. um what are the what are the um classes that you currently teach i teach
2: chair yoga monday through friday at 10 a.m i teach a mat yoga which is your typical yoga class but i'm not you know really fast i call it slower flowing i teach that on wednesdays at 8:30 so just one time a week
0: and these are all via zoom these are all via
2: zoom and once a month i teach a meditation class it's called yoga nidra it's like the easiest meditation class that you can do because you listen to my voice
0: the whole time you don't have to worry about trying and so these people would they would go to our website they would hit click and register and then it goes straight to you and you contact them. Right. I get the, their
2: information and then I send them a link, to, a link to Zoom and then they can just join the classes whenever they want to. I don't change the, the number. You don't have to get a secret number. It's the same class number. Each chair class is the same. So, you know, it could come in once this week, next week. Everybody's always welcome.
1: So what kind of... Equipment, or I guess I'll call it equipment, would, would somebody expect to need to take any of your classes?
2: So for the chair class, we do do weights. So if you want to do weights, I would suggest starting with lighter weights. Just do some kind of arm weight exercise every day. I want everybody to get their upper body stronger. Um, we also might use a yoga block and we might use a strap. I send a newsletter out every Sunday And I let people know what props that we might need. But if you don't have those props, you can still do the class. Nice For the the mat class, guess what? You're gonna need a mat.
1: And for chair yoga, you're
2: gonna need a chair. chair. For yoga nidra, you're gonna need your bed. Oh. That's the lovely thing. Yoga nidra on Zoom is the best because you could do it on your couch, on your chair, in your recliner, and you can turn your camera off and then just listen.
1: That sounds fantastic. I think we need to join the Yoga Nidra next sounds time. Sounds fantastic. Yes. You
2: deserve it.
1: <laughs> so is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about you or the classes or?
2: Um. Yoga that I teach is not like the pretzely yoga, so don't be afraid of the word yoga. You don't have to be a guru. We don't, Oh, you can every once in a while. I'll put an ohm in there just to connect ourselves. But typically, it's all fun and usable movements so that you can balance for the rest of your life. We practice standing up from a chair to a standing position because as we get older, that gets harder. So my people are not
0: going to have a problem. Well, I want to say I love the... Um, and I don't mean this as weird, but the ordinariness of you. Oh, thank you. Even for when, yeah, even for when we were talking about, you know, do you want me to refer to you as a guru or a yogi? And you were you you educated me that a, a female yoga instructor is called a yogini yogini, you just said I'd really like to be Lori. And so to me, that just shows. We have this wonderful neighbor in our neighborhood that wants to share this wisdom of yoga with her neighbors. And I just, I needed to throw that out. I think that's fantastic. So this is meet Lori, not meet the guru or the yogi, the yogini. Right. Lori. So
1: I I love that. And so I think just to close, if you wouldn't mind just um, mentioning the classes and the times again, and I think that's how we will wrap up this episode. Sounds great.
2: I teach chair yoga class on zoom Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Arizona time I do have people from other states, so you don't have just be Arizona mat class Wednesday 830 a.m. And yoga nidra is the second Thursday of the month at 3 p.m. Arizona Time can I throw something in there. Go right ahead. I end all of my yoga classes with a namaste, and I'm sure most people, you watch TV, you've seen people namaste. Do you know it means the goodness in me, the spirit, the light, that part of me sees that in you, and we simply bow to that in each other. So it's not a yoga woo-hoo thing, it's just like, I see your goodness, and we bow
0: to that in each other. Well, with that-
1: We both say namaste. Namaste.
0: namaste.
1: Yes.
0: Thanks. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, Prescott Valley Public Library, hopes you enjoyed this episode. Hopes you'll um, check out Lori and her classes. And um, thank you. You've made um, our recording time, which happens to be on a Friday. That's not the day this is gonna be released, but you've made our Friday um, a nice ending to our week. Definitely. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for joining Prescott Valley Public Library's new podcast series, Checking Out the Neighborhood. Make sure you listen to next month's episode where Michelle and Deborah will introduce you to another great neighbor. You will not want to miss our conversation. Remember to listen and then share our podcast with your friends, family, and of course, neighbors. Have a great day.